how is life in your personal coffee shop right now? It it looks it looks comfy. <laughs> you're gonna, I feel like you're gonna say outside of parenting. There is no outside of parenting, right? Um, my coffee shop's nice. I have a ton of beverages mm-hmm. on my nightstand. Nice. Which means which on my nightstand coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's good. So, <laughs> so you know how we've talked about before, um, like when when the cutoff time for coffee is. Yeah. Okay. So I think. I don't know what happened, um, but something in my body changed where I can no longer Uh-oh. have coffee past like probably like 4 p.m. Okay. So Four's nice and late though. So the last couple of times that I've done that, I thought like both times <laughs> I thought I was going to die. Like it was awful. Die? I was Why? like, laying, like heart laying in bed. Yeah. Like laying in bed and not necessarily just like heart racing, but. If I closed my eyes, I would instantly see like these weird like flashes of light and be like, I thought I was dreaming, but I wasn't. And I like could not get comfortable. My legs, I couldn't get comfortable with my body at all. Like I, like if I laid the restless leg syndrome, I had the restless, like everything going on. (laughs) And so, um, I like after like two nights of this, I woke up and realized that both of you know, like previous to those episodes, I had just had a single cup of coffee. Like it wasn't even anything like super strong or espresso. It It was just a single cup of, of coffee, um, with, you know, a little bit of creamer. And I'm just, as I'm like kind of watching TV and winding down for the night or finishing up some work or whatever I was doing. And the coffee was like a good, probably two hours before I went to bed. Like it was, it felt like a good, safe amount of time. And I would wake up literally 45 minutes after falling asleep and not be able to go back to sleep for like a, a solid two hours. Like it was, I'm afraid it was it's happened. crazy. Yeah. And it made me feel real You've reached old that age. and sad. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, this is how my, do you, this is how my do old do- dog feels. <laughs> I'm going to bed. No, I'm waking up. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Exactly. It was um, it was it was rough. How do you feel about decaf? Now that we're talking about it, I feel like, no, like, screw you, caffeine. Like, I am young, and I'm I'm going to prove it to you. Like, I'm, like, planning in my head to oh this, like, have this Don't resolved face-off with caffeine. Be like, I will have a cup of coffee at 8 o'clock, and I'll be fine at 2 in the morning later, mm. right? But I know my body is like, dude, what are you, what are, what Don't are you doing? Don't test it. Please, what? no. Why? Like... <laughs> My body's like, Why dude, would you do dude that? we're so tired. Like, we just want to get some sleep. You know the man. Yeah. 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 Just go take a melatonin gummy and call it a night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Okay. So, you know how Summer Moon, mm-hmm. our unofficial sponsor, yes. um, has the Blue Moon they do, yes. drink. Yes. Latte drink. And it is made with lavender syrup. Uh huh. So Andrew has a friend who works at Summer Moon in Circle C, and she's like, oh, yeah, you can just buy the syrup, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So 
We bought the syrup. It arrived yesterday afternoon. Had to have coffee. After the recommended time. Coffee time. Yeah. Which yeah. means you shift to the decaf. Okay. No guilt. But decaf still has a little bit of caffeine, but you know, it's okay. Yeah, I understand. I mean, I I I I feel I feel like decaf is probably in my future, but I feel like it's okay for me to be like pushing back a little bit, you know, covering up the grays mm. with like some just for men yeah. kind of thing, you know. So. Oh yeah, yeah, just for men. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole thing. It is. Give me like a package. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should do like a, a little like just a, for men. A little just for men and like a half calf pod. Like that should be something <gasps> that you can buy. Matt has some half calves. Yeah, you can buy in a pod or in a in a package. Yeah, yeah. We should podcast now. Sound Let's good? do that. All right. Hey, Nikki. Hello, James. How are you doing? I'm doing so great. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear it. Um, it is a. Uh, it, it might sound different to our listeners. Um, we are uh, recording for the first time, uh, not in the same room. So weird. It is weird. It's strange. Um, uh, so, Nikki, but isn't it sort of poetic as well? And the 2020-2021 time frame to be zooming. <laughs> yes, it is. It is, and I think like literally every other podcast uh, on the planet has had to. Like we have a big enough space that we can kind of be socially distant, right? And we could kind of be careful, um, which we're very fortunate to have. Uh, every other podcast in the world has been podcasting over Zoom or doing recordings over Zoom. Zoom. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I, I, I do feel very fortunate that this is the first and maybe hopefully like the last time ever that we really like have to do this. Um, so because it's a little weird. <laughs> it is a little weird. It's a little strange. You're in a little box on my computer. Uh, and, uh, I'm sitting all alone, not even in our normal recording space. I'm in the music room at St. Vincent de Paul and, uh, we are, um, recording a podcast, but it is, it is really, really good to see you. Uh, we, we, our schedules have both been really crazy. Um, and we we had to, um, so this is actually coming out on the day it's being recorded. Uh, so, which is really weird. Which is really Thank weird. Thank you, James, and a very editor tight in chief. Turnaround time. Yeah. So um, we're gonna hope that that works out well. And uh, and you know, the, the, like I said, our, our schedules have been crazy. Things have been nuts. Um, my world is kind of all over the place with confirmation prep and different things right now, which is typical in the spring for a youth minister, um, or typical at like. Like there's a, there's a kind of a busy time of year with confirmation um, for, for youth ministers. And I know, um, you have a senior that's graduating soon and lots of, uh, lots of parent stuff going on. Uh, and that's, so that's really cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we'll be, um, we'll be talking to each other today. And then I do want to let our uh, listeners know, this is something that we really haven't talked about. This is going to be, uh, the last episode of season one of the late to church podcast. So, uh, this is 30 recordings. We, I don't think really imagined what we were really doing when we started this, um, podcast. We just kind of wanted to get together and talk about encounter and talk about, uh, having some of these, um, uh, casual yet very hopefully pretty deep conversations about, about God and our relationship with God. Um, and we didn't really imagine this turning into like a, a whole thing that like 
you know, it was like quasi professional and people are actually listening to it with right? seasons, with seasons. Exactly. Oh with my seasons. Gosh. That's, that's <laughs> like, you know, that was, that's totally, uh, totally crazy to think about. So, um, we will be back, uh, in July with some new episodes. Um, it is the middle of April right now. So just, just a couple, we're just taking a couple months off, like our own little summer off. Um, I'm going to be doing some youth ministry stuff. Nikki's going to be doing a lot of, uh, parent stuff, um, and, and we just, you know, we have a lot of really good stuff going on and we're going to come back with a lot of really, I think, wonderful things. We've been talking about, uh, different directions and, and different guests and things like that, uh, that are going to happen, um, in the new season yeah. starting in July. And, uh, I really, really hope that today we can get back to, um, a, a sense of, uh, a sense of kind of where we first started, right? Like, a uh, uh, talking yeah. about in encounter and talking about, um, our relationship with God, uh, in this, in this very, um, very personal and hopefully, uh, very, the only word that's coming to mind is very shareable way, right? We, we want to, we want yeah. to be able to, to, to have that conversation with, with our listeners, um, about how you can continue to encounter God. And we want to encourage you to do that. And I want to say too, James, I think it's pretty spectacular and special that um, we are where we are now. And it was based out of a whole just um, prompting of the Holy Spirit with not a whole lot of assurance as to what it would look like and how long it would last and how it would affect other people, how it would affect us. And um, I just, I feel grateful for our trusting both together and individually of, of the Holy Spirit's guidance, um, through this process. And I guess it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be true to myself if I didn't say, and I challenge all of y'all to, you know, be in communication with the Holy Spirit and follow his promptings. Even if it, I think for a lot of people, at least the people who uh, live in my house, it's difficult to trust in the Holy Spirit when you're not a hundred percent sure of all the details of what that that's going to look like. So um, this has been fun and creative and exciting and safe because of our guidance, our guiding force. Absolutely. Um, one of the things that we've, uh, I mentioned confirmation prep, one of the things that we've been talking about uh, the last couple of weeks with the teens is the fact that the Holy Spirit is kind of this underrated sort of unknown um, person of the Trinity. Right. And we don't mm. really, um, step into that, uh, that interaction with him, that, that, um, that relationship with him in the same ways that we approach, uh, you know, God, the son, Jesus and God, the father. Mm. Right. And so, yeah. um, yeah, I, I, that's, that's, it's interesting. You say that that's kind of one of the things that I've been thinking about in my own spiritual life is kind of challenging myself to approach the Holy spirit by name, more often, even though I know he's in my life and I know that he's moving and I know that he's, he's with me, um, that Jesus, you know, promised, promised him, but kind of acknowledging him, acknowledging his power, acknowledging his presence, um, in my, in my day-to-day life. And, and it has been, um, so far, and it's really only been kind of a few weeks that I've been thinking about that, but so far it has been, um, different, right? There, there, there is certainly this different, um, some different elements, some different aspects of, of prayer and of that, that relationship time, uh, that, that, that show up 
when we when we you know kind of uniquely seek out the power of the holy spirit when when we when we seek out mm-hmm. his his guidance and presence in our lives and um i will say you know ever since we um we started kind of this this podcast endeavor uh nikki has been bringing the holy spirit into our prayer time uh and talking about the holy spirit kind of in that way um and i and i really think that that's a if you if you are still struggling with encounter, if you're still kind of looking for a place to jump in, this might be the place um, where you're you're called to jump in is to build this relationship with uh, that third person of the Trinity, the Holy the Spirit. Holy Spirit. Yeah. So okay. okay. So yes. the song, a song that I'm trying to push, I'm trying to strong arm as our confirmation song. For, mm-hmm. <laughs> have you heard "Rest on Us" by Upper Room? I think oh, so. Yeah, I think so. It's so good. <laughs> um, I feel like I want to say I want to say the refrain, but it's like um, the spirits moving over the waters. Come rest on us. Mm-hmm. Come rest on us. I just it's it's very uh, engaging and exciting, and I just I can't help but feel the Holy Spirit just uh, woo. I love it. I love it. Around, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I love it. Any any time we're um, anytime we're talking about God moving, right? God moving in in our hearts, in yeah. the room, over the waters, right? We read that in Scripture. Um, anytime we're talking about God moving, we are talking about the Holy Spirit. We're talking about you know a very very powerful force of um, a very powerful supernatural force, right? An infinitely powerful supernatural yeah. force um, moving around us and moving in us, and and really. Uh, getting things done. And what's cool is that force uh, only operates out of love. That force only operates out of, again, God's desire to bring you home to him. Um, and so a lot of times that um, that kind of, kind of feeling that force, tapping into it can feel, uh, it, can, it can be a little scary. It can be a little bit intimidating. And it can be sure. um, a little weird to hear other people talk about, right? <laughs> like it can be a little strange. It can. It can. Yeah. So, um, so I would really uh, encourage our listeners to like, like maybe, maybe pick up a praise and worship song, pick up a devotional to the Holy Spirit as a way to kind of, to kind of, you know, dip your toes in the water, right? Um, if you, if you yeah. haven't really had that, those, in, those encounter moments with the Holy Spirit uh, yet in your faith life. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be necessarily a, um, like a, uh, there don't have to be any expectations, right? The, the, there's not a, a, right. a quote unquote, like perfect encounter or a perfect way to call upon the Holy Spirit. Um, certainly we've talked about it, like, you know, sacramentally and, and, uh, in the life of the church, there's these different ways that are kind of, um, traditional and, and sacramental and, and those things are important. Um, but the Holy Spirit is, is there for you all the time in, in any way, yeah. just like, just like God, the father, just like Jesus, the son, um, God is, God is there for us. And, and the Holy Spirit shows up for us and he, 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 he loves it when we call upon him and he, he, um, he moves when we, when we mm-hmm. do that. So that's a verb. It is. It is. It's awesome. God's a, God is a verb. God is I a love verb. it. I love it too. Yeah. Um, can I ask you, uh, maybe put you on the spot question? Oh gosh. Yeah. This is always fun. I feel like I'm on a game show or something. Okay. Go. Okay. I, I think, well, now I've built it up and I don't know that it's going to be that hard. Oh Lord. What, what okay. are, what are some of your, what are some of your, <laughs> um, uh, maybe your, your 
things, what are some things that maybe you've learned from kind of this journey of season one of this podcast? What have you, what have you learned maybe about your, about yourself, about God, things that maybe our listeners might, uh, might be able mm. to take and, and apply. Um, you are totally putting me on the spot because I have an answer, but it feels personal and like, you know, I know I use this word a lot and I don't know if you get me or if you're kind of like weirdo, weirdo alert, but it, but I feel tender about this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does tender bring up a meat type of thing? Like, Oh, we want that it, steak to be tender. It didn't before, but know. it does now. I can't even be normal about a question. Okay. Um, what have I learned about myself? Okay. So I kind of go through these seasons and it could be even seasons in a moment. Like sometimes it's drawn out. Sometimes it's within a moment where I oscillate between I have something to say and worth being heard and I don't have anything to say and why do I think that my voice should have impact on people right mm-hmm. like it's a big struggle and I feel like my the pendulum for that within me is um swings pretty huge and I would say that over the past um chunk of months I don't know the numbers that we've been doing this um it it I have had affirmations from people as well as um, within my conversations with God in prayer that um, it's important. My voice is important to be expressed. Um, and that, I don't know, it, it feels weird to, to say that because I, I don't, I don't want to ever get to a place where I'm placing importance on me. I feel like I'm just a filter to what, um, whatever messages that God is placing on my heart to share with people. But I still feel like the, I don't want the Nikki filter to, to feel so empowered that I get, um, conceited, I guess. I don't know. So I guess in the process of all this, I've learned that, um, it's, it's, it's good to be um, comfortable and confident with the gifts that God has given you. And if that's to be silly for God, check, I'll do it. If that is to just um, voice the things that I'm thinking that would be beneficial for someone else to hear, then I have grown bolder to do it. And that's been good and scary, but I feel like I'm stepping into it with a little bit of confidence and assurance and still a little side dish of humbleness of crap. I don't want to mess this up. I don't want to, I don't want to mess up. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And it's, does that it's, answer your question? It does. It does. <laughs> yeah. That's in a, in a, in a, a really beautiful and profound way. Definitely. Um, I, I think I can relate in the sense that, uh, it, it, any, I mean, anytime, um, that you are, uh, this is, this is the risk you take, right. And, and whether it's a, yeah. a risk, like looking at it as a risk or, or a reward, um, anytime we seek to encounter God, anytime that we ask God to, uh, to get involved, right. Um, his plans for that involvement are much bigger, uh, and much more purposeful 
than ours, right? So, um, yeah. so I, I, you know, a few years ago now, I kind of had this idea to uh, have a podcast where I could have conversations about um, different things, different aspects of of faith, different aspects of people's relationships with God, where maybe we uh, were answering questions and even asking questions in a little bit of a different way, right? And and hopefully in a way that. Um, that could give uh, some clarity to people that have really struggled with different things that the church says or different things that maybe Christianity has represented to them over time. Um, and what I've, what I've kind of gotten out of this first season is that, um, no, there's this, there's, or it's not just that there's also this transformation that God wants to happen in my heart and in my mind and in, in my sort of, and in, in my relationship with him. And that transformation is, um, is just as important to him as anybody else's transformation, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of thinking, okay, I'll be this, I'll kind of be this vehicle, right? In in a little bit of a prideful way, I'll be this vehicle to, um, to you know, to get people talking, to get different people talking about their mm-hmm. relationship with God or thinking about their relationship with God, and really, uh, this this whole endeavor has been this vehicle for me to be thinking about my relationship with God in a really, in a really different way. And so I can, I can definitely relate to kind of seeing it like, man, um, there's, there's good stuff going on here. Um, but the external stuff almost gets kind of drowned out by how, um, how much God is working just kind of in the room. Like when we're just we're sitting down talking about something, um, how much God is working in those moments in, in my heart. And it sounds like in your, in your heart as well. Um, some, sometimes it's very, uh, affirming and there's a lot of like consolation and confidence. And I feel like I can like be very bold. Sometimes God is like, James, you really need to think about this, like kind of not necessarily knocking me down, but like he is kind of burning away the the, the excess, right. And, and, and getting me to think about something, uh, maybe in some ways that I haven't before and teaching me some lessons. Um, when I go back and listen, I, there are definitely times when I'm like, you know, that, that thing that we just said, or that question that we just asked or whatever, um, was totally brand new. And it just kind of came out of the Holy spirit in that moment. Right. And, and I, and, and I, and I find myself like not really being able to take any any real credit for, um, those, those moments because, um, they're, they're just, they're just, they're bigger than me. They're bigger than my brain. They're bigger than, you know, I could, could try to like, to, to, I just, I, I can't come up with that kind of material. You know what I mean? Like, like, like I, I, I really have to give the credit to, to the Holy spirit for, for making, um, you know, for, for kind of giving us, first of all, for like giving us this, this ministry and giving us this gift, but then, uh, for making it his own, for kind of taking control and and making it his own. Yeah. Um, that's beautiful. And I think anytime that I start getting like, um, I feel like, Ooh, I'm spreading God's word and feel a little, you know, I don't know, sassy, pompous. (laughs) I don't know. I think too, like he charged the, apostles like go spread my word and Mm -hmm. i just i i count myself in that number and i want to do the same and so if this is um 
how I can. And, and if he continues to speak to me through this, then, um, I want to, I want to be a vessel. Sure. Sure. Do you, do you think that there's a, um, do you, do you think that, that when we encounter God and, and kind of getting back to this idea of encounter, which is where this all kind of started and, and our, that's what our first conversation was about. Right. Um, yeah. do you think that when we come into these moments with God, um, there is a way that maybe, um, maybe there's a, there's a better way, uh, for, for us to up, up, approach God with like a sense of expectation, right? So one of yeah. the things, one of the things that I've kind of learned over the last, uh, you know, whatever it is, eight months or so that we've been doing this is that my expectations of God are, 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 are really limited, right? And they're, they're really kind of, kind of shallow. Like I expect God to kind of put his shine on things, but I expect to kind of have to do all the work. You know what I mean? Mm, like, like, and I'm not you're doing the heavy lifting. Yeah. And, and it's so the opposite, you know, like it's, it's just it's 180 mm-hmm. degrees from that. God is doing, um, he's doing all the work in my life. And I, and I, I know that logically, uh, but I think, um, I think sometimes just in my humanity, I, I, I tend to look at, um, God is like a little, like he's giving me these things to do and I go do them and, and he's not really the energy source or the, the sort of the empowering, uh, force behind doing those things. But, but the perspective that this has kind of given me, like looking back is again, like I I didn't come up with that necessarily on my own. I didn't look at the scripture beforehand and understand it in that way. Like that was kind of an in the moment thing. Um, so that has to come from somewhere that's not me, right? That has to come from someone that's, that's yeah. kind of, uh, look, you know, s- stepping back with some perspective and, and looking at my life and, 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 you know, sort of giving me these little, um, nuggets in the moment. Right. And, and I, I've, I've been kind of trying to challenge myself to expect that from God, to expect mm. that movement from God. I think that's really hard. It, it, that's it, good. it, it feels, um, it feels a little bit, uh, I don't know, selfish to be like, like, I know that God is going to, to take care of this and this and this and, and to, to not necessarily demand, but to, to really have that, you know, it's like when you're a little kid and you, and you go to the grocery store with mom or dad and like, you expect that you're going to get a toy or some candy or something. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that, that this good thing is going to happen. Um, I, I really do. I've really kind of gotten to this place where I think God is telling me like, you know, James, like I'm God and you're not, you can have expectations of me and, 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 and maybe even like you, maybe even like you should, maybe you should start expecting more from, from God, the father, from God, the son, from God, the Holy spirit, than you expect from yourself because you're not God. Yeah. And, and because in so many ways, like you're, when you have these expectations of yourself, it doesn't, necessarily mm. work right it doesn't necessarily always work the yeah. way that you the way that you hope or the way that you plan and when we have expectations of God to do what he plans to do it always works he his his plans never yeah they they never have to be changed they never have to be you know cut short or whatever like right they're, they're just there and they're and they're perfect yeah and I think it helps when our um perspective or the lens with which we see is like a holy lens and, and, and is seen in the confidence of 
he loves me and he cares for me and he promises me, you know, his goodness. So when we have a situation that may appear um, from our our human perspective to be a, a bad situation or, or have some um, negative things happening, I think we just need a little switch in perspective to, to I'm thinking of um, spiritual direction. It was kind of like whenever I would present this, you know, terrible thing happened in my life. It's kind of like, you know, the questions asked, well, where is God in this? Where do you see God in this? How is his hand affecting your life? And I think, yeah, a goal of mine would be to live from that confidence and that expectation that he is, he does care about me enough to have his hand in every little detail. Mm-hmm. My, That's uh, comforting. It is. It is comforting. And my, um, it's interesting. You, you mentioned spiritual direction. So my spiritual director, um, a couple of meetings ago, uh, told me, um, that my, my main prayer, not, not my only prayer, but my main prayer to kind of start my day. Um, he, he recommended a very simple prayer. Jesus, what do you want me to do today? Mm. You know, and, and to really wow. sit, to really sit with that for, um, for a few minutes and to let it, um, to let it kind of direct my day. Right. And, and then to take that into Jesus, what do you want me to do this week? Jesus, what do you want me to do with this ministry? What do you want me to do with, and, and to get used to asking for direction from God as a way, not only to wow. kind of get out of my own way, um, but as a way to kind of avoid that thinking that I'm going to. I'm going to have to do this. That Jesus is going to kind of vaguely point me in the right direction. God's going to kind of vaguely Ah. point me in the right direction. When in reality, God, God, if we ask him to, he will be very direct. He will be very, very direct in our lives. And he'll, he'll give us these, not only opportunities to get to know him, but opportunities to, to, um, to share him with other people. Right. Um, and in, in just the course of our lives, uh, he'll, he'll give us these opportunities in these really profound ways that will, will kind of manifest themselves as, you know, well, this is kind of undeniable. It's kind of undeniable now that God is showing me this path, that he's sending me down this Mm -hmm. path. Um, I think a lot of times, you know, we, we don't necessarily say no to God, right? In our lives, we don't necessarily say no to an encounter with him or say no to uh, an opportunity to get to know him better or an opportunity to share him with other people. Um, it's just that we we aren't really tuned in right to his promptings, mm-hmm. and we're not kind of letting ourselves right. be led by him. Um, you know, I I, I th- it's the year of Saint Joseph. I think about Saint Joseph, kind of, you know, thinking about, you know, Mary. Mary has told him that she's, you know, that she's pregnant. They're not, they're not married, right? And he's he's gonna do. Um, kind of what he thinks he has to do, which is to like divorce her quietly. Right. And, and I think about how um, it, it seems so easy in scripture that he, okay, he gets this message from an angel to not be scared to take Mary as his wife and to, to, you know, to, or, you know, to, to take the child and flee and all this kind of stuff. And it seems so easy. It's like just three or four sentences in scripture that he, he does that. He just kind of mm-hmm. packs up his, his, you know, young pregnant wife and and they you know you just kind of have this image of them getting on a donkey and like like heading out of town right like it's no big deal yeah and i think about that and i think every i mean every 
tiny little detail aspect of that was a huge deal. Like everything must have been yeah. so, you know, scary and, and, and just, I mean, one kind of misstep, one false step, you know, we're going to spend the night in this town instead of this town and, and it's over. Right. And, and so, you know, for Joseph to, to, to kind of lean into being led by God, being led by the Holy Spirit, being led by this, this real sense of purpose, um, that's, it's such a beautiful thing. And, and I think in a lot of ways, like that's kind of the definition of, of who we're called to be as people, at least here on earth. Like mm. it's kind of the definition of our humanity is to, to allow God to, um, to have that again, to have that unique responsibility of kind of showing us the way and, 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 yeah. and to lead us and to, you know, to tell us, um, you know, uh, James, any, I, I want you over here, Nikki, I want you over here. Right. Um, I, I, I don't know why I do know why I know, I know why that's so difficult. Like part of our human condition is kind of telling God no, but I think there's also this, this, um, this kind of underlying thing that we've talked about before, where it's also, you know, we, we, we do have a tendency to, to just kind of get wrapped up in our own stuff and a tendency to, to lose sight of those, of those, um, those road signs along the way, those, those, you know, signals from God along the way that would, would otherwise point us in, in a different direction. Um, yeah, we talked about the tech retreat. One of my favorite mm -hmm. talks on the tech retreat is signs right? It's yeah, the science talk. And we're talking, you know, the, 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 it's a little bit of a, of a, of a, a double entendre there that signs means sacraments, right? Cause all the sacraments are signs. Um, but it also means just kind of these moments in your life where God is like showing you something and he's taking this really, right. like he's being very intentional about trying to get your attention and show a you something. A direct approach. And, and when we, you know, when all, all I, all I can say is when you have those moments, don't be scared to lean into them. Don't be scared to be like, okay, God, you got my attention, right? Like there was the lightning strike. I get it. You have my attention. Show me where you want to go. Um, because when yeah. God is, when God is, is really putting things in our way like that, it can be a, a really, a really powerful thing in our lives. Yeah. I think we've spent, um, a good amount of time talking about big encounter moments I think it's important to note too the daily small encounters, you know, like I think just um, what you're talking about as far as letting God lead us and um, leaning into this moment, it comes, you, you, it's hard to get there when you're not um, comfortable and feel known by God. So I feel like it 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 um, it's necessary to say to point out that importance of prayer life and just the continual con communication with God mm -hmm. throughout the day w with every little thing. Like I don't I don't think that's reserved for grandmas and stuff, but I, but I think the wisdom of our elders, you know, mm -hmm. like the way I see my mom and my aunts and. Um, you know, kind of take on this relationship and make every single part of their day a communication and almost like a little dance with God where they're kind of handing over everything to him. Does that make sense? It does. It does. And it's a, it's a beautiful, um, it's a beautiful goal, right? It's a beautiful place to, yeah. to, uh, 
to be working towards. And I, and I think it's something that, that no matter, um, it, it's just like the rest of our, the, the rest of our relationship with God, like it can always be deeper. It can, there can always be more, um, because God is infinitely deep and, and, and yeah. loves us in this, um, you know, he is a mystery. There's no, there's no end to his, to his mystery and, 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 and beauty. Right. So we can always be giving God more. We can always be kind of finding new ways, uh, in which to kind of make a return to God and to, to be very intentional with that return. Um, I, I, I think I know for me in my life, like I have, I've balked at that a lot of times because it feels like, well, I'm, I'm never going to be able to like to get it right. I'm never going to be able to kind of, to kind of do enough. Right. Um, and there's a, there's a friend of mine, um, uh, from, from back home in, in Lake Jackson from my home parish. And I remember, uh, I was on a retreat. I was probably about, I don't know, maybe, maybe like 20 or 21. This was several years ago. And, um, we were, we'd kind of put together this retreat for, um, uh, for, 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 for some of the high school teens, for the, for the teen leaders there at the parish. And, and, uh, he, he was a, um, a dad, he had, he had kids in the program and he, he gave this talk about, um, kind of his, his prayer life and, and how God was kind of giving him, uh, giving him signs. He actually kind of used the, the, uh, uh, the, you know, this idea or the, the, the story of the Israelites wandering in the desert for 40 years. And he felt like he had kind of wandered yeah. in his life and, and had had these different signs and had kind of ignored them. Um, but it had all kind of led to this, this deeper relationship with God. And especially, you know, after he got married and had kids and different things. And he said one day he was, um, he was sitting in his, uh, like in his den or study or whatever, just kind of working on, you know, work stuff. And, he, he heard this voice in his head that said, um, you will not like this voice talking to him that said, uh, you will not accomplish all of the things that I have planned for you. And he said, he, he just immediately felt like horrible. He knew that this voice was, was coming out of prayer, was coming from God. And, and he, he was like, just sort of blown away by this revelation. Mm. And he said, but he basically had enough time to feel that way um, before this voice continued and said, but your sons will. Wow. And it was just, it was just the, you know, a, a really, really powerful, um, uh, you know, story, um, testimony to, to God's providence, like God having mm -hmm. a plan and him uh, understanding our humanity. He understands our limitations. He understands that we get scared. He understands that we get bored. He understands that we get distracted. Right. And so there's, there's always, um, there's always a way back to him. There's always like this, mm -hmm. this sort of fail safe, this safety net of God's love. And sometimes it's, you know, sometimes the safety net is just, it really is just like falling to your knees and asking for forgiveness and, and, you know, moving on from there. Sometimes the safety net is God is like, okay, James, I, I gave this to you. Like I gave this idea to you. Um, but I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna sort of color in this idea and give it depth and beauty and clarity through your friend, Nikki. Right. And that's where we're going to, that's, cool. that's where we're going to yeah. kind of move forward in this. Right. And, um, so that kind of stuff, I, I, I just, 
I'm, I'm so I'm so grateful for uh, those small encounter moments that you that you talk about. Um, I do really want to encourage uh, our listeners and encourage us to to continue to like look around for those things to be you know sort mm-hmm. of conscious of those things. I don't think that um, that friend of mine uh, can have that moment right with God without being open to it. I don't think that he can yeah. have that that um, that conversation uh, with God without like really, you know, in, investing in that, in that relationship. Yeah. Agreed. Cause that would be scary and, and kind of heartbreaking and feel defeating. Mm-hmm. And it didn't sound like he was, that's where he was. Mm-hmm. One of his Which sons is, is a priest now. And one Stop! of his, and one of his sons, that's one of his beautiful. sons is a priest. Wow. I think the other two are married. One is a priest Very and two are married, exciting. or two are priests and one is married. There, one there's at least one priest, and they're a very they're a great family. They're so, rocking the vocations. They are. That's awesome. Good yeah. deal. Yeah. Hey, my friend, Deacon Felipe was ordained this weekend. That is Father awesome. Father Felipe. How 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 was that uh, to experience as uh, as a friend of Deacon Felipe? Oh, it was so good. I watched it. It was you know they broadcast it. Mm-hmm. And I watched it. It was just so lovely, so good. Nice. I may have, I may have cried. You may have cried. Just it was a, beautiful. Just a single and he's tear. And so fun. Just a single tear. I mean, I just, I don't want to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was because it was like happy tears, right? Because, That's great. And it just seems like really for him, uh, he's, he's. You could tell that he's meant to be a priest. So it just kind of felt like a pretty bow on what was already a very obvious to I think all the people who he ministers to that you know yeah he's done it this is God put that little planted that seed and and it has sprouted and I'm excited to watch it bloom that's awesome <coughs> it is really really cool I, I I I love it when we can um you know we can kind of see uh you know, talking about the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit's guidance and God's providence. I love it when we can see the long-term story of our, like of our friends. I I think it's, it's maybe it's a little tougher sometimes to see in our own life. There's a little more, um, a little more bias, right? We're, we're seeing Mm -hmm. it, we're seeing it through a, through a, through a very filtered lens, depending on kind of where we're at. Um, but I love when we can kind of look back on a friend's life and say, man, I, I knew that person when, and I, and I, and maybe I had an inkling that God was doing something special and then to kind of see them move mm-hmm. into this, um, into like these new encounters with God and these new, uh, periods in their life where, where God is, is really, really working and really working in them and through them. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a really cool thing. I've, I've had the pleasure of, um, having some, you know, some teens in, in youth ministry that, you know, they grow up and to see them get married and to see them. Um, you know, start families and, or to see them ordained, right? I've, I've had a couple of teens that have become, That's right. that have become priests and, and, uh, become, um, you know, these real, uh, I don't say assets, but like they have these holy lives and it's really cool. Yeah. Um, and, and so to, to see that and to say like, man, I knew, you know, I knew that kid when he was sitting in my office, um, you know, crying over a girl that stood him up on a date, right? Like, 
like like to, to go from there to go you know yeah. to you know like like man you just got ordained how cool is that um that's that's, so that's, a, that's awesome. a pretty a pretty neat thing yeah yeah okay it's got me thinking of a song okay <laughs> this is gonna take you back it might be older than you even okay are mm-hmm. you ready yes ray bolts thank you for the thank you for giving to the lord uh that, Do, mi- that might be older than me it's not okay so he takes you through this progression of thanking God for different things. And like the end is like when you're in heaven and there's the kid from CCD who tells you, thank you for giving to the Lord because I'm a life that has changed. I know that song. I do know that song. Yeah. Um, it has a certain level of cheese now that oh, we're in the. T- oh, it is. <laughs> it is some funky cheese in that song. <laughs> but Okay. The sentiment is beautiful. <laughs> it is, it is, um, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is beautiful. Is I'm looking it, it has up a right now. Factor. I mean, uh, oh my gosh! <laughs> I, I was, I was going to try to see. We should rework that and contemporize it. Is contemporize that where contemporize? Sure. It. <laughs> sure. Um, let's see. Because I love the sentiment of that. Because there's definitely people that I think of who have been huge players in how I live my faith now with, mm-hmm. with the, I don't know, with the um, risks that I take with my faith as far as like giving God more control, which is so countercultural, but it's good stuff. There, there is, there is definitely, um, I, I think we, we all have a, a, if we're, if we're being honest in our, in our faith life, right. We all have, um, uh, you know, we can look back on our lives and, and sort of think about the things that brought us here, the people that brought us here. And, and even if, uh, even if those experiences have not been, um, have not always been positive or have not always been like the most, the most, uh, um, good thing in our lives, right? We, we, we can, part of this, um, this, this idea of encounter, part of this idea of, of kind of letting God, letting the Holy Spirit kind of being, be in control of our lives is getting used to, uh, what St. Paul talks about in Romans eight twenty eight, which is that, that kind of no matter what happens in our lives, um, that, if we, if we continue to love God, if we continue to be faithful to him, if we continue to look to him for guidance, he will provide that guidance. He will make things work. Right. And in fact, even when we, even when we don't look to him for guidance, even if we don't, we kind of fall out of love for him, we give that faith away. Right. God is still there. Um, Mm. like desperately, desperately wanting us back. Right. He's, he's, he's still there, you know, giving us those graces. If we, if we choose to turn around and take them, um, Romans eight 28 says, um, uh, now I'm, now I lost it in my brain. Um, <laughs> is it because you're thinking of better than Ezra? Because that's what I'm thinking of now. It, it was, it was wanting. there for a second. <laughs> desperately wanting. That's such a good song. Man, no, but it such also a good goes song. back to your talk of, you know, the expectation, having that mm-hmm. expectation of him. Yeah. That's um, good. Romans 8:28 says, uh, we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his plan. Right. So, so there's this, there's this, this really sort of easy interaction. I shouldn't say easy, but very simple interaction for us that, that if we say yes to God, um, we're, we're, 
we're kind of led into we're, we're led in on the plans right we're we're, we're allowed to kind of see um, maybe not see the future but to kind of see our lives uh, unfolding a little bit a couple steps ahead right mm-hmm. and, and in that pursuit of God and in his pursuit of us he's going to take care of us right it's it's when we we try to kind of take all the control and kind of run the other direction um, out of this false sense of autonomy right we're not we're not autonomous right. we're, we're, I mean we're just not we're dependent on one another we're dependent on the world we're dependent on the sun right like we're not autonomous and so um this 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 idea i think that that a lot of people struggle with um is kind of a simple one and for god at least that that hey if you if you trust me if you let me do my work in you i'm going to take care of you like no matter what happens i'm going to take care of you and and, um, you know, I'm going to love you through these difficult things. I'm going to love you through the easy things, right? Like this love is going to be constant. Yeah. Um, that I think is the, if you're, if you're, if you've gotten all the way through these episodes, or maybe this is the first one that you've listened to, right? Cause it's the most recent, um, that's that as much as anything is the reason for seeking this encounter. Yeah. It's the reason for seeking this relationship with God is that, you know, his, his love is, is unfathomable. It's, it's, it's immeasurable in the sense that it's infinite and, and it's always ordered towards our good, towards our protection, towards our salvation. Um, and that's just, and don't we want that? I want that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in the times in our lives when it feels like we, we don't want it, right? Like we, we want to want it. <laughs> it is kind of this yeah. desire, like sitting in our hearts, sitting at the bottom of our hearts, which is uh, just, just really, and we can always pray really that beautiful. too. We can, we can. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, I mean, I feel like uh, maybe people think that the podcast is the only thing that we have to do. Um, what do you, what are you going to do with your time off of the podcast? What am I going to do? I don't know. I need to do some planting. Planting? Not not figuratively planting. <laughs> That's what we've been doing with the podcast. I feel like, okay, no, because after the freeze, we lost so many plants. Mm-hmm. So I have to rework my garden. Um, I have to graduate this kid. Um, I hope to be reuniting with my parents soon. Okay. I mean, soon, I mean, over the summer. We're vaccinated. They're vaccinated. I miss them. I need hugs. So sure. hoping to get that on the books. Um, yeah. I don't know. Investing in me. Cool. I don't know. I need to, I need to do some exercise or something. Okay. Why yeah. do I want to do that? I need I to do, do some that. exercise too. It's, in my head, I've got it. Like I've got a plan. Uh-huh. And then like, as the day progresses, I'm like, oh, I don't think today's a good day to start because you know, fill in the blank. Because I need this third cup of coffee. The weather. I need coffee. Luke wants to go to the skate park. We went to the skate park yesterday. Mm-hmm. He went on this um, a slope. Like a like a drop in. He had a scooter. Uh huh. A what? What like did a, you call it? Like a like a drop in. Like he like he he dropped in on like a ramp or a bowl or something. Yeah like that. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah. He used terms like that. Yeah. He's ten and he's like saying, "I'm gonna drop in on this," and I'm like. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what you're doing, but I'll film it. Right. Uh-huh. And I'm filming it. I'm like, Oh God, we're so going to the hospital after this, but we didn't. Yeah. It was good. I'll send you a video. Nice. Nice. Um, so it, is there a film of him like 
doing this thing and you in the background going, oh God, like, is that? <gasps> Hopefully, I don't, I might have turned off the sound because I okay. didn't want to get my reaction because he wants to see the video, right? Gotcha. After. Yeah. Okay. And I don't need for him to know that I'm scared to death. Okay. I think yeah. he needs to know there's a little bit of concern mm -hmm. because he could be he could be just completely confident. I think there needs to be a little bit of fear. A little bit. Sure. Just an acknowledgement of his humanity. Yeah. And an acknowledgement of his place in the physical world, meaning he is susceptible yes. to gravity. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But you know what was cute that he said? So we were there... And there was nobody there. And then a few people came and they were on skateboards and he mm -hmm. was on a scooter. And he says, yeah, you know, mom, the skateboarders, they don't really like the the, um, the scooter, the scooter people. <laughs> what does that even mean? And he goes, well, I think they just think skateboards are cooler. Mm -hmm. I'm like, OK, I don't know. I'm being schooled in all sorts of ways. Uh, I mean, I would I would imagine that that's probably the case. There's like there's a there's a healthy I feel like in any skate sports like that. Uh, there's a healthy level of competition from one person to the next. And then if you do something different than someone else, like they automatically think that they're better than you. Like that's kind of a thing. Okay. So he's watching this guy. So the other guy, the person who was there, the mm -hmm. next person easily in their thirties or forties. And Luke's just kind of like, what in the world, you know? Mm -hmm. And, but the guy's doing tricks. So then Luke stops and starts watching. <laughs> like what? That was really interesting. That's cool. That's cool. Well, I, I think, oh, new world for me. I think that Luke, I mean, as long as he's wearing the helmets and pads and all that stuff, um, only one helmet. I don't know why that was plural. One only, helmet. One helmet. Yeah. He's only got one brain, hopefully. Noggin. Going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, as long as he's he's being safe and, and that kind of thing, I think that's fantastic. He should, it sounds like a lot of fun. Sounds cool. Sounds very Scoot cool. Scoot away. Yeah. Um, I also need to go to the gym. Um, I also have two old dogs that need like... Lots of uh, fun attention. I'm going to try to take them on some kind of adventure uh, this summer. Um, uh, but yeah. An adventure. An adventure. An adventure. We go for adventures a lot. We call them dog ventures. It's just anytime they're in the car. So sometimes a dog venture is like. <laughs> That's sweet. We're going to go to the dog park and run around or go, you know, find something to chase. A lot of times it's just, hey, we're going to Whataburger and the dogs are going to get a hamburger. <laughs> like, it's super fun. So. Do you um, get them stuff from Whataburger? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're they're old dogs. Like they're in relatively so good shape. So you treat them like royalty. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. Well, um, that's funny, Nikki. This has been so much fun. It's been so much fun. Uh, this agreed entire season of the Late to Church podcast, and I can't wait to do it some more. Do it again um, in some bold and new and exciting ways. And we will be. Um, uh, as we've already mentioned, we'll be kind of coming back, uh, in July, not sure on date yet. We'll, we'll let our, let our listeners know, uh, but we'll be coming back in July with some new, um, exciting stuff to talk about hopefully. And yeah. of course, continuing our conversation about uh, ways that you can encounter God and ways that you can go deeper in your uh, relationship with God. Um, and then also like, we're just going to do new fun stuff with different fun people and, uh, I wonder if it's I can gonna say, be fresh. It's going to be fresh. I'm glad you said fresh because I was about to say fun for the fifteenth time. So, um, I have, I appreciate your professionalism and um, not being so redundant. But uh, I did want to oh, say uh, no thank you, one. thank you for um, your vulnerability and your candor and your willingness to go wherever the spirit leads. I really 
love you very much and I appreciate it very much. And uh, I'm really excited to continue uh, in this ministry with you in season two and uh, just to see where to see where things go. Thank you. You are very welcome. Ditto. <laughs> I don't have any more words. That's no, okay. just kidding. It's been a, it's been a treat. It has been a true treat. I I think. I mean, I just. What else can you expect when you have the spirit leading you? I I'm, um, humbly surprised by how beautiful this has turned out, and I'm excited about the future of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you for being. Um, so insightful and in tune with our God. Well, I, I'm I'm humbled and I'm also impressed that you managed to squeeze in one more T-shirt. Uh, what else can you expect <laughs> when the Holy Spirit? What else can you expect when the Holy Spirit is leading you? I love that. That's a T-shirt. That's fantastic. Um, so you managed to squeeze in one more T-shirt. I love it. You're like a marketing genius and you don't even know it. Uh, it's it's very cool. I'm. You're right. I'm, I don't know it. I am humbled uh, and excited as well, and I I. I can't wait to see what the future holds. So thank you. Yahoo. Yahoo. Let's pray in the name of the Father Father and the the Son and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Our Father Father, who art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy thy name. name. Thy Thy kingdom kingdom come. come. Thy will be done done on earth earth as it is in heaven. heaven. Give Give us this day our daily daily bread bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, Hail Mary, full, full of, grace, of grace, the Lord, the Lord is, with is with thee. Blessed, blessed art thou amongst, amongst women, women, and blessed, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. death. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Ragamuffins, we love you very much. We're really, really excited to be bringing you season two, and we're so grateful that you've joined us for season one. Uh, and made this just a really cool, exciting, and beautiful experience uh, for us. We hope it's been uh, formative for you as well. And uh, we will be back with um, with more stuff. Don't don't go anywhere. Stay freshy tuned. fresh, fresh stuff. And we'll be <laughs> freshy fresh stuff. Yes. Uh, and we'll be uh, active on Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that throughout uh, the little break here. And uh, so we we hope to uh, to see you there. Um, if you're in Austin, well. We'll, we'll let you know if we're going to be out and about at different events. There's a lot of stuff going on at different churches and things. Uh, yeah. This, this Keep up with summer. the social needs so, and we'll have things posted sure. there. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Have a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday and uh, a wonderful, wonderful week and a great Easter season. And take care and God bless. We love you. We love you, ragamuffins. Peace out. Peace. Peace.
the Late to Church podcast is an AMET Creative production and is hosted by James Longoria and Nikki Moncada. Our theme music is Candle in the Shadows by the Poor Kings. Check them out on Spotify or wherever you download music. Incidental music is by Punch Deck. Find us on Instagram at Late to Church Podcast and let us know your questions, comments, and thoughts by contacting Late to Church Podcast at gmail.com. Your insights might even be featured on the show. Just a little reminder, you are good, you are worthy, you are the beloved. Look around for the Lord today. He loves you and he wants an encounter with you. Thank you for journeying with us. We're praying for you. Peace.